Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach helping mompreneurs double their income and balance that juggling act. Well, today on the show, I have a really special guest, of course. Her, uh, her name is Alfia Alfayez, and she is an internet marketing consultant, a business mindset coach an energy healer, and a business owner at Wizard Web Marketing. Now, after choosing an adventure in Australia, marriage and a baby over creating a career path, she made a choice to take her passions and turn them into business. But it wasn't fast or easy. So I'd like to welcome Fifi to the show today. Hi. (laughs) How's it going today? We're doing terrific. Thank you so much for joining me and taking time out of your schedule. And your intro alone um, catches my ear because I go, ooh, adventures in Australia, marriage, baby. I did. What? I know. Holy cow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the drama, so, the intrigue. <laughs> oh, my gosh, the intrigue. Right. So what we're going to do today is I would like to turn it over to you for a few moments, and I want you to kind of catch my guests up with what are you, what are you doing today with your – um, marketing, let me see, where did I read this again? With your um, Wizard Web Marketing. Tell us what it is mm-hmm. uh, and who you help. Yes, so Wizard Web Marketing is a full-service Internet marketing platform, so to speak. You can build pretty much any business using Wizard Web Marketing, and it's ready to go. So instead of spending all the time and money and effort into building up a website, figuring out your brand, doing all of that, we can build your website and, and make it compete with other, of the other businesses that have already been established so that you can have a decent shot at <laughs> making it as a new business owner or as, a, or as doing something new or rebranding. So all of that would be included in some of the services that we offer. <laughs> well, I like that. Um, so if I'm hearing you right, would you call that, and I think the new term now is uh, done for you, business? Yeah, definitely a done-for-you service, absolutely. I like that idea. Just do it for me mm-hmm. and let me do what I'm yes. really good at. <laughs> exactly, because it's, it's so time-consuming. I've, I've been working on internet marketing specifically for the last three years, and the learning curve is bonkers if you try to do it yourself, and, and it takes away from, from really paying attention to your craft and, and really honing what it is you want to be known for. And you have to have a website nowadays, and it has to be functional and impressive. So we kind of take that part out of the equation for you, and it cuts the learning curve by, by years. Because now you have the time to just focus on whatever it is that you're doing, um, focus on serving your clients instead of always having to think about, oh, gosh, i got to work on my website, or how do I promote myself, or, or anything like that, anything else that, that sucks some of the time from mm-hmm. your from you just being yourself and you just promoting your products and starting your business. I like that. Um, I like what you said. It takes away from your own craft, and that's so true. Because yes. um, I didn't have a done-for-you situation. 
And um, that it took a long time. <laughs> well, you know, let's just put it this way. I had days where my husband would call and say, how are you doing? I said, I think my head's going to blow up today. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, my goodness. You know, what you're doing is um, amazing, and I give you a lot of credit because it's, it's not my background. It's not my forte. And to mm-hmm. – um, I feel like just trudging through that. So if ladies, listen up. If you have a new business that you're starting or as you said, rebranding yourself, I highly recommend go check her out because um, don't do what yes. I did. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most we do free quit. site analysis. So yeah, most people quit before they even give themselves a chance. So um, we can do free site analysis so everybody can kind of know where they stand. And then from there, build up the best service. So that's what we do. I really enjoy it, and it gives me a ton of time to work on other things that I'm passionate on too. So I'm excited, <laughs> and well, everybody else that we serve is excited too. <laughs> well, one more question about what you're currently doing. Um, when you're yes. building new sites for new businesses or rebranding, what would you say mm-hmm. is – I don't know if I want to ask you what your favorite business is to build a site for or – um, mm-hmm. What's the most popular? Who who do you service the most? What kind of businesses? Um, the most popular are people who have like actual products and services. Um, I kind of came through the vein of more network marketing and connecting with people on an individual basis, but there's still a lot of people who just want to run a regular business except through the Internet. So most of ours tend to be people who want to set up stores, um, people who want to make sure that their stores are shopper-friendly, that they inspire people to buy. So we take all the guesswork out of that because that's, that's what our agency does. Well, that sounds um, much, again, much easier than what I did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have a more complicated answer. <laughs> but it really is, we really do just want to bring peace of mind to people. You know, we, we both know how hard it is for people to, to just get going and, and having to think about your website or where to send people after you connect with them, you know, that's the last thing that you're going to want. So <laughs> definitely it, it's, it's a service that I think people need right now, especially with how fast everything moves. Excellent. Well, ladies, listen up. So at the end, we're going to get Phoebe's information. So if you are as intrigued as I am, make sure you get in touch with her. Well, in regards to your actual business, what is it? What do you love most about what you currently do? I do most of the connecting with people. I I love networking. I love getting to know people and understanding how I could serve them. Um, that's the part that's my forte. I actually do have a partner um, that does most of the, like the site building, or I outsource it. That's something that I had to learn myself as well, is not to take on every task and to delegate what I can. So the best part of it is, is me being able to focus on my passions of connecting with people, and it works really well with, with the business itself. So that's everything I do coincides with connecting and making sure that people connect with others in a really impressive way. <laughs> I love that. And you said that you learned to outsource and delegate. So I'm sure at some point we're going yes. to kind of come back to that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I want to bring this back to your intro. And you've had some adventures uh, mm-hmm. prior to starting this business. So was there a specific yes. event or point in time that helped you make the decision to 
follow this path? Absolutely. Um, it all started back in 2000, like the end of 2008. And I had an opportunity to go to Australia to reconnect with my father. We were estranged, and I had a, a chance to go out there and spend some time with him for a couple of months. And I was working for a big cell phone company at the time and requested a leave of absence. At that time, my attendance was impeccable. All the stuff that they asked for, ask of for employees, I had done it. And they told me no. <laughs> so I made the snap judgment like, I'm going to Australia. Forget what anybody else says. This is, this is great. When else am I going <laughs> to be able to go? Mm. Not only that, it would be a huge opportunity for me to um, make amends with my, my past and, and build something new with my father. And also at that time, I was thinking about getting married and having a child. And the, t- the corporate businesses, they're so time-consuming you have to dedicate all of your attention and your focus to this thing that's never going to get you prosperous. It's never going to give you the time freedom that everybody wants. So the decision was made pretty quickly, actually, to just let it go because the adventures were way more worth it, <laughs> way mm. more, way more worth it than sitting behind a desk <laughs> judging people. <laughs> yes. So, so you, that was the so event. Begin, wow. All right. So you went to Australia, and mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that you were able to make amends with your father. Yes. It was incredible. Wonderful. Yes. And you mentioned you were um, on the path of wanting to get married and have a child. And yes. So can we, can we ask, where, how, where did that come in? Because that was 2008. We're in 2017 right now. Oh, yes. So... Fast forward to 2010, I'm married, I have a baby, um, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I love to write as well, so I took that time to, you know, in between when my daughter was sleeping, <laughs> start reading, understanding storytelling, understanding how to convey your thoughts and emotions, how to control your thoughts, and that kind of started the, um, the, the mindset path for me in terms of understanding how important it is to be in control of your thoughts and to, you know, really hone in on this, on what you like to do. So writing was that thing for me, reading was that thing for me, journaling. And um, of course, all of that fits right into internet marketing because of how important content creation is. So um, that was 2010. At the end of 2011, I got separated, or we got separated, and, I, and all of a sudden I'm a single mother. So going from being a stay-at-home mom to now I have to get a job, and now I have to, you know, pick up the, the, the tie up the loose ends. And it was difficult because I knew I didn't want to go back to the corporate world. I knew I didn't want to go back to that job, but I hadn't figured out the money part yet in terms of business. So I had a job off and on, and when you start studying about corporate culture, it becomes so clear how you're being used, and I was vocal about it. So I put in my resignation, and they let me go um, before my resignation date so that I was forced into starting starting the entrepreneurial journey at that point. Wow. 
that that's a lot in a couple of years. So you you got married, yeah. you had a baby, and what I'm, what I'm also hearing is something very important. And what I hope everyone else heard. We talked about learning the mindset and understanding mm-hmm. how to control your thoughts. Um, you also mentioned the difference with um, what, it, what it means to work for corporate. Because this mm-hmm. segment of um, the podcasting, I'm, as you know, I'm really reaching out to women such as yourself who mm-hmm. worked in corporate who took that yes. leap of faith to become their own boss. So for a moment, um, would you analyze, if you will, or compare the mindset going into work for corporate versus what the mindset is like now owning your own business? Well, the first thing definitely is that you don't have a boss. Um, You are your own boss. So it kind of creates some duality from within because you do have to discipline yourself. You do have to give yourself a set of instructions, except that when you're a corporate employee, your day is pretty much mapped out for you and everything is set for you, your breaks, your lunches, how productive you're expected to be, and it's all very structured and there isn't really much time to think about your own life or to think about anything else. But when you are your own boss, you have to give yourself a set of instructions and decide to follow it or not. And it's you kind of have to be both both things except the difference is when whenever you want to make more money you can do so whenever you don't have to ask for permission whenever you want to take a break or celebrate or something you can take those matters into your own hands Uh, the control is completely it's exhilarating (laughs) so I would say those are the two main differences or those are the differences I noticed between being a corporate employee and being your own boss, that. <laughs> I think that was nicely put. Um, and what I kind of took from that as far as the corporate, which I think some women who are maybe thinking about starting their own business or have mm-hmm. actually always been in that place don't realize mm-hmm. that in that corporate structure it is mapped out for you. Um, yeah. there, and you said there's not a, lot, a whole lot of time for you and your life and your thoughts and what I personally can truly appreciate working for myself is not having to ask permission. I, I don't exactly. want to have to ask permission when my child has a special event or if she asks me to be on the field trip or, exactly. if, my husband, or if my husband decides, guess what, we're going to go away for a four-day weekend. I'm going to go, what? <laughs> How awesome. <laughs> you don't and need to ask for time so off. Yes, I hate asking for time no. off. So I think that's a um, very clear precise distinction between the two. Well, mm-hmm. I want to kind of shift over a little bit because uh, being women, uh, mothers, and running a business, you and I both know from, uh, we've, we've both gone to some of our similar self-development trainings, personal development, mm-hmm. and you and I both know how important it is to take time for you and refill your cup so that you can Absolutely. be the best wife or the best mom or the best businesswoman. So my listeners are going to want to know, what does Fifi do to relax and step away? Ooh, I would love to share. So first of all, I meditate. I meditate twice a day, 20 minutes each. I practice transcendental meditation, and it really keeps my mind clear and focused and calm and helps me be aware of what's going on, and I'm able to make better decisions a lot faster um, with this practice. 
I also love, love, love to read. So just taking 30 minutes to an hour each day to read, it completely refreshes my mind. Um, as a writer, definitely it's important to read and, and make sure that you're, what do I want to say? Make sure that you're, you're up to date with how people are writing and, and that you sound like you belong in that same community of people that serve others through their writing. So I love to read for that reason and write. I journal a lot. That's another thing. Um, and I think that's pretty much it as far as what I do to unwind and what I do to keep my mind right and stay happy. That, that's, that's what I love doing. Well, those Every now and then I'll watch things. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> some guilty pleasure in there somewhere every now and then <laughs> and and I love um where you were coming from as far as being the writer um, and mm-hmm. um, what you do because other women in that um, situation should listen to what you're saying about the meditation journaling reading and why that's so important to you to keep um, in touch with the current and how people are doing what they're doing in that field mm-hmm. That's really important, absolutely. Well, totally. let's shift a little bit to being that mom, because now that we've um, heard from you that you're now a single mom, and you mm-hmm. said you have one child under the age of 18 at home, is that correct? Yes. My daughter, Imani, is six, six years old. Oh, <laughs> I love that age. Yes, yes. she's still a little bit late, a little bit young. Thank you so much. Um, she's still in that age where she kind of still looks like a toddler but she's obviously a small child so I'm just Mm -hmm. I'm just so fortunate that I got to soak all that time up and really see her grow that's been one of the the best parts of working from home is just being able to be there for her um definitely being able to drop in on her classes sometimes and and assist her teacher. There's no way I would have been able to do that on short notice if I had a, a regular job or even calling it regular just shows how corporations kind of <laughs> permeate the culture. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> yes, I will agree with that. That's one of the things I've loved so much as well. When mm-hmm. it comes to your six-year-old daughter um, and spending quality time, because what I, what I know for a fact from raising four children from home, I didn't mm-hmm. stay there. And mm-hmm. that, that, I had three within three and a half years for my my first mm-hmm. group, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and the the last one has been basically an only child, so I can relate to you in that sense. But what I do mm-hmm. know, as a woman working a business from home, mm-hmm. even though we're home, it's not spending 24 hours a day with the child. We have right. to be thoughtful and considerate and uh, do what I like to call quality, quality time. So for you, mm-hmm. what does quality time look like for you and your daughter? Hmm. Um, great question. So quality time with me and her is typically me reading to her, making sure that, that we get a chance to bond over what we're reading and making it fun. <laughs> um, she especially loves my, um, my voiceovers, my, my voice talents. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> we also take walks together, ride her bike. Like it's so little things that just give me an opportunity to talk to her and see how she's thinking and feeling. And I have a really strong bond with her, and I think it's because of the quality time. Um, let's see, what else do we do? We color together. I used to draw a lot as a child, so all the things that I loved doing, the way I spend quality time with her is teaching her everything that I know. Um, she even meditates with me sometimes, so 
everything kind of gets turned into quality time. <laughs> I love it. That's impressive. I need to uh, talk to you separately and find out a little bit more about the meditation and how to bring that over to my child. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. She loves it. It's kind of cute, too, because, you know, there's all these ideas of what it looks like to meditate. And, and so she kind of plays into that role a little bit and, and does like the the Buddhist hands and the, and the palms and stuff. It's really cute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> As the work from home mom with the, the six-year-old there, I'm going to imagine that you have had a, one, if not many, challenging events that you've uh, been faced with, and they mm-hmm. could be either physical, mental, or emotional. And is there anything that you feel you would be open to sharing with our listeners today? Um, in terms of a difficult kind of challenge, yeah, any kind of challenge in life that prevent that possibly could have played a heavy impact on the success of your business. Oh, definitely being patient with my goals, and you know, wanting things to happen now, especially around the time that I had lost my job a couple of years ago, three or four years ago, um, because at that point. I no longer had that income coming in, so for a while it was it was scary to to go into it, and I had just started, so I wasn't getting results yet. Um, and if I could have done things differently, I would have just kept going and not let the fear stop me from taking action. Because um, stopping and starting is definitely something that I've struggled with over the last couple of years, and and it's caused a lot of trouble. <laughs> Fear causes a lot of trouble, so <laughs> I would say that would be my my biggest my biggest um, obstacle and my biggest triumph is getting past the fear, being okay with my imperfections, and getting things out getting things out there. I I like what you said to learn to be patient and don't let fear yeah. stop you because it can cause I like it fear can cause trouble. <laughs> yes, fear is <Yeah>. trouble. <laughs> That can go in a lot of tangents right there. Totally. Um, so if I, if I were to change it around and ask how did you overcome it, I'm going to guess that one of your answers is to be okay with my imperfections. Is that yes. one of them? Yes, that's definitely one of them. And to be okay with, um, with taking risks. Um, I've definitely become a lot more risk tolerant. In the last few years, you kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. And and that's caused me to overcome a lot of things. This this past summer, I had a situation where I traveled, I drove with my daughter from Tampa all the way out to um, Phoenix, Arizona, and it was such an adventure. And I did that for a business opportunity, and I definitely would not have been able to do that three years ago, you know. <laughs> So over, overcoming fear just has a lot more to do with overcoming your imperfections and, and having a willingness to learn and just following through and doing whatever it takes. I like that. Willingness to learn. Yeah. I mean, that's um, a challenge a lot of women can relate to as well. Mm-hmm. When, um, when you had these challenges over the last few years, Did you have any doubts that you would actually succeed and come through and figure out how to overcome the fears? Never, never. I never had any doubts, ever. I would get scared and pause and rethink things, and that 
that maybe prolonged how long it took for, for me to get the business running. But I never for a second ever thought that this wouldn't work out because everything says everything from Think and Grow Rich to the Bible. If you keep focusing on whatever it is you want, whatever it is, you're going to get it as long as you keep that sustained focus on your goal. And I think even the people who think they want to quit, they're not quitting on the ultimate goal, I don't think. I don't see anyone really as quitters. I think they're just quitting on their current method. So Mm -hmm. I don't believe in quitting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, which is why you are where you are right now. Um, It's just imperative that you don't quit. And that's the only way that we fail is when we absolutely quit on ourselves and our goals. Thank you for being so transparent and honest with that. Well, uh, one of the things I always like to ask women on the show is do you have any tips for the listeners who are mompreneurs on how to have that happy, joyful balance with business and self-care and children? Yes. um, Definitely be okay with things not being perfectly structured and to let a little bit of chaos <laughs> into your business. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but chaos can be a good thing. Chaos is what promotes order. So um, if everything is not working out or if the kids are yelling in the background while you're trying to make a video or, <laughs> or something, um, you know, just kind of let that be. That lets people into your world. Be, be completely comfortable with your imperfections. Um, If I may add something, there's a book by Brene Brown called The Gift of Imperfection, and that book seriously changed my life. That's when when I started thinking, yeah, I'm not so bad, you know, (laughs) I can do this. And and it really washed away the the last of that fear. So um, a lot of what I, how I think and what I do is based on the ideology from that book. So... If I had to give some advice, read The Gifts of Imperfection and take it easy. <laughs> do what you can do. <laughs> I, I like that. And I tell people all the time, and everybody who's listened to my episodes knows, perfection is overrated. It, it really is. Big time. And, oh, my gosh. And perfection comes with time. Easy. Yeah. I, you know, we're always um, – we're always in or the, the perception of perfection. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Perfection. We're, we're always um, in the making of being our best. And I, I believe mm-hmm. that as long as you're open to always learning and accepting who you are, you mm-hmm. will truly find the gifts within that you have. Absolutely. And the perfection, yeah, it's overrated. Just listen to my shows. I goof all the time. And <clears throat> it's okay. Could I edit them out? Maybe. Um, that's not my forte either. Um, <laughs> I really, really wanted to. Yes, I could figure out how to edit them or send them away to get edited. But you know what? It just it kind of makes me who I am. And mm-hmm. I, I, I love, I have learned to truly love who I am. And I think that's what I'm hearing from you too. Embrace who you are, the gifts mm-hmm. that you have. Be open. I love it. Be open to chaos because it does promote order to some degree. Yes. <laughs> It does. It's, it's organized <laughs> chaos. That's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> well, as we wrap up our time today, um, one of the other things I always love to be transparent about with the show, because I always open up myself as well with my guests, and 
looking ahead to the future, because we've heard a lot about your journey and where you've been and what you currently do, mm-hmm. looking ahead to the future, what one skill or what one thing would you like to change or improve that you feel would benefit you in having a more balanced life with, again, personal, family, and business? What's something that you'd like to change or improve? Hmm. Something I would like to change or improve. Hmm. I I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I, I I do so much work on myself um, mm-hmm. that it it has kind of gotten to the point where you know the only thing I would change is for the business to get bigger, but that's going to come with time. So <laughs> um, okay. I, I wish well, I, you know what. I wish I wouldn't have – I used to want to be a, a stock trader when I was 25. I wish mm-hmm. I would have never gotten talked out of it. Like with most things that I've done, like what I share, what my vision is or, or whatever, up until the point where I decided to just go on the entrepreneurial journey, sometimes when I share things with people, they would down talk it or talk me out of it or say it's not a good idea or whatever. And every now and then when I talk to close friends, you know, I can hear that they don't want to say anything about what I'm doing, but they, um, but, but there's still that, how do I put this? There's still that undercurrent of you should be doing something else instead this isn't going to work out for you long term or mm. you're just getting lucky. And and if I could change anything, it would be to find a way to just block that out completely mm-hmm. um, and not be influenced by old friends or family members that have an opinion on what I'm doing. So if anything, that would be it. I couldn't agree with that more. It's so funny. I just had this conversation with mom. I'm a mentor for a high school student, and oh. we had this conversation the other day about mm-hmm. other people wanting to influence your decisions, your journey. And mm-hmm. what we came up with was the fact that the reason everybody has an opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And it is what it is, and it doesn't make it right or wrong. And what happens in you know, your case or even in a high school uh, student's case is mm-hmm. they are unaware of how to block those influences of people. And we tell, we share our goals and our dreams with mm-hmm. people that we care about. And we mm-hmm. think that they care about us by sharing those back. But ideally, mm-hmm. it's really just an opinion. Right. It doesn't mean that we're supposed to listen to it. Exactly. It's just an interesting point of view. <laughs> it's, it, it is your point of view, and um, thank you for sharing. Um, and it's so important. Uh, I think what I'm hearing from you is just really important for us to realize it's okay to share your thoughts and dreams, uh, but let them be yours. Exactly. Let them be yours. And um, be wary of those who want to change your feelings. Yes, that's big time. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Fifi, as, you know, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And I know that we thank talked in the beginning me. about your business. So if you would mm-hmm. like to take just a moment and tell the listeners how they can find you or where they can find you, and we'll make sure this information is also up on the post with your published episode. Awesome. So, yes, uh, right now we are doing free web analysis. 
So what you would do is go to www.wizwebmarketing.com slash audit, and it will give you a form to fill out so we can do a web analysis for you and set up a consultation and find out what your goals are so that we can help you complete them. And that's about it. Connect with me on Facebook, and <laughs> I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> I love it. And I'm out. Well, everyone, <laughs> thank you. And Spacey, thank you for your time today. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, please rate the show five stars. Make sure you share it with everybody because now we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, which I personally find is one of the easiest systems to listen to the show. And again, <laughs> tune in. Uh, so this is your host, Rhonda Cimarelli, and tune in next week. <laughs>